Welcome to Triggered. Can we play with that? You know that moment when your emotions ramp up in an instant, leaving you feeling helpless, frozen, or out of control? In that moment, you've been emotionally hijacked, the very definition of triggered. And I want to ask you, can we play with that? <laughs> I'm Nina El Garcia, drama therapist and empowerment coach of Houston Creative Arts Therapy. Join me as we discover ways to empower you and the people who mean the most to you to transform hard conversations into teachable moments. Triggered. Real playful. Real respectful. Real empowered. Hey, everybody. So this is a short episode that is really just to be like, hey, Nina, what happened? Where did you go? This is me answering that that question. <laughs> so long story short, we're in August right now. I'm I am recording this at the very end of August. And we were sure that like I was going to get this up in July and we were going to rock out with our socks out and life happens, right? So this episode is really going to be about introducing the concept of continuum thinking and what it means for you, for me, for us as human beings to experience mental health as a continuum. And in particular, what we're looking at today is anxiety. And if you're like, oh, I don't need this episode. I don't have anxiety. You is a liar, liar, pants on fire. You definitely have anxiety. The only question is, how is it expressing itself, right? <laughs> so again, we're going to keep this short. In a nutshell, we're all experiencing the COVID crisis in our own way right now. Um, that is on a continuum, right? And for those of you who are, I keep saying continuum, are unfamiliar with what a continuum is, allow me to offer you an example. A continuum is something that has two poles on either side, usually, right? And we think of there's a lot happening in between that's not as clear. So an example of a continuum might be if you have boiling on one side and you have frozen on the other. And so what you have between boiling and frozen is a range of temperatures, right? There's a continuum happening here. And... For most of us, right, if we look at this in a non-judgmental way, sometimes you will need to be on one end of the spectrum, right? Sometimes you need boiling water. Sometimes you might want frozen water. Sometimes, and probably most of the time, you want it somewhere in between, right? When you're bathing, when you're showering, when you're drinking, when you are brushing your teeth, you probably don't want it boiling or frozen, right? <laughs> so that is in general what a continuum is. So when we look at that with anxiety, with mental health, I'm going to give you a personal example of what that could look like and how we know what some triggers are in particular, again, to my experience. So again, we thought this was going to be up in July. I've had every intention of getting it up. I was very excited. And then uh, triggering struck. And so for me, there were several things, right? Yes, we're dealing with COVID crisis, but at the same time that we're dealing with not being able to connect with each other, not being able to have the same structure and things that we're used to day in and day out, the things that really make us us, right? What we have is sort of an unraveling of the self. How do I identify as who I am if I cannot do what I have done, right? Yes, I'm more than what I do. And also, right, it's such a big part of who we are to be able to do the things that make us us, whether that's activities, uh, learning, going to school, getting to work, getting to spend time with family, friends, traveling, all these things that make us us, right? So at the same time that we're dealing with all those things, 
just related to COVID. There are things happening not, you know, expressly related to COVID, like the fact that people are still dying from other diseases, right? We are still losing loved ones. Um, we are still having people get sick from other things. Um, we have so many other things still happening in this world that are not related to COVID. And then this is, right, what it is to be human, is to continuously have things that are happening. So when we think about continuum of mental health, in July, because of several things that happened, I hit a point where I had to tell myself, stop. Stop doing the social media. You need to pull back and get off it. Stop recording episodes. You need to stop trying to find the time and the focus to do that. You need to dial back. Stop answering your emails. It got really intense. Stop answering phone calls. Stop responding to texts. Do we see how this is intensifying? How I am cutting myself off, right? Virtually and literally at this point because of this. And this is how I knew that this is what I needed to do at the time. I have, for those of you who do not know me personally, a 10 month old now. She's about nine months at the time of this. Um, everything's popping off. I'm doing well. Everything's going. I'm going, going, going. And then beyond the civil unrest, the things that we've already had to deal with that are hard for us as a country, we have uh, people being killed uh, for the color of their skin. And I'm going to leave that pretty broad understanding that there are a lot more details to that. And I, I don't want to be reductive in trying to, to explain more because that's not what this particular episode is about. But we cannot deny that there are people who are killed because of the color of their skin. And I live in the neighborhood in which uh, we were surrounded by uh, protests and walks. I participated in some, I went with my baby, my partner, we went out there and we supported. We supported and we did what we believed. But at the same time that this is happening, the stress and the pressure is increasing. The emotions around us rising higher and higher. The pressure of trying to continue to connect with people in a world that is being shut down right, by the government, by people around you, businesses shutting down, people wearing masks, right? Just more and more pressure, more and more closed in. And we had a friend who lost their baby. And this was, for some reason, the, the straw that sort of uh, broke the camel's back, as it were. I began to imagine... I already knew my anxiety was up. I already knew there was pressure, but I began to imagine that somebody was trying to take my baby. And I knew cognitively, right? I knew in my head that this was not true, that there was nobody out there who was making a plan at first, right? That's what I told myself. I said, this is your anxiety, Nina. You have to recognize that it's been triggered by events around you, by personal events, within your circle and 
by the decisions and the lifestyle that you've chosen. So you've got to recognize this. This isn't real. And yet it kept me up in the middle of the night. It woke me up several times throughout the night. I thought that I heard things around the house, which let's be real. I may have heard things around the house, but what I began to associate it with is somebody's walking around the house. Somebody's in the house. Somebody's opening a door, right? My anxiety got to the point where uh, one night I thought somebody must be planning in the neighborhood to steal babies. And I know that they would have my baby on their list because we're outside all the time. Maybe I shouldn't go out with her anymore. Maybe we should just stay in the house. And I woke up in the middle of the night thinking this. And I thought that I heard a voice in her room, clear as day. And I jumped out of the bed. I threw my door open. It's pitch black in the house. I ran down the hallway. I threw her door open and I just gathered her up in my arms. There was nobody in her room and I'm bawling. I've got tears just running down my face. And I realize there's too much happening, so much happening that if you do not cut yourself off from the pressures that you have chosen to put on you, this is going to go from what started as high anxiety, right? What started as high anxiety that has now turned into delusional reality. You are believing things that you know are not real. Now, if we can pause for a moment and go back to the idea of the continuum thinking of what it is to have a continuum of mental health and anxiety. Yes, all of us on one end of the spectrum are going to experience, right, Let's say this is the anxiety spectrum. On one end of the spectrum, it's very low anxiety, right? You get a little nervous. Maybe your palms sweat. Maybe your mouth gets a little bit dry, right? That's one end of the spectrum, right? The complete opposite end of the spectrum is psychosis, a complete break from reality in which you cannot know what is real, right? I, at this point, am somewhere more toward the middle, uh, and beyond, right? So we're looking at more, if it were a zero to 10, I'm probably more at like a seven or eight at this point, right? Really thinking that somebody's probably making a plan to take the baby, that I'm hearing things in the room and get this because this is just the reality of life. It turned out that there had been a voice in the baby's room. We have a camera that watches our baby that my mother, her grandmother is connected to And grandma had decided in the middle of the night that she wanted to speak to the baby because she saw that she was awake. Now, mommy, me, did not know that down sleeping in my room. I found that out the next day. My mother apologized. But still do we see and are you seeing the level of anxiety that I had to realize, Nina, this is a red flag. If you do not get your stuff together. You are going to kick off some type of psychotic reality in which you genuinely believe that this is really happening, that this is what's going on, and you are definitely not going to be able to spend time with this baby. And so that's what I did. I took it as a red flag. I saw it for what it was. I said, without judgment, well, this isn't cool. This isn't what I want. Let me change this. And I did. 
I stopped answering emails. I stopped responding to calls. I stopped looking at my phone. I would just put it down, forget where it was so that I could get back to the basic, which is my relationship with myself. My relationship, not with the world, not my relationship with my family, not my relationship, even with my daughter, with my partner, my relationship with myself. Because if that continuum is off, it is going to ripple effect outward into everything else. And I will not be able to function, which is exactly what happened. I could not function. So I stopped trying to. And I took it back to basics and I took care of myself. And within that week, I had moved out of my red flag zone I had started uh, getting outside running more, hiking more. I was outdoors in nature with the baby more. All this stuff that I needed to take care of my relationship with myself to get back to stabilizing myself and decreasing that anxiety. Within a week, I was all good. I was back in the green zone. To maintain that has been very difficult, Uh, but I have done it and I have gotten much better to the point where I've been able to respond to some emails. Sorry if you're still waiting. I am able to respond to most texts. I'm still not answering all phone calls. So sorry if you're also still waiting. Shoot me a text message. You will get a response. (laughs) And you will notice, yeah, I'm laughing, not out of maniacal laughter or out of craziness, because without judgment, y'all, this is what some of us are dealing with right now. It just is what it is. And if we can recognize what our triggers are and how they're expressing themselves, and we can talk about it and heck, even play with it and laugh about it, we can get better. It just takes some time. So I know that this short episode has probably gone on a little bit longer than I wanted or intended rather, Um, but I've said what I need to say. What I want to leave you with is triggers are very real. Notice what your flags are. Are you in the green zone? Are you yellow flagging? Is this a red flag moment? And what do you need to do to get yourself back to basic? Where in the continuum are you? Where does there need to be a shift? If I could offer you one thing to be curious about, because I would like to be doing that at the end of all of our episodes, one thing for you to take and work on as a tool of the many tools that I've spoken about in this episode is the idea of continuum thinking and what does it mean to you to be where you are and are you where you intend to be? Of course, a clear way of looking at that is where are the color flags? Are you green, yellow, red? How do you get back? So... With that said, thanks for listening. Do make sure you follow up, subscribe. You can follow me on Instagram at Drama Therapist Nina. Otherwise, really, from my heart to yours, thanks for taking a moment to be human with me. Stay safe out there.